Welcome to the FBA Profit Show with your hosts Subi and Leland. Did you know 82% of business failures are due to poor cash management? Remember cash is king. Hi, welcome to FBA Profits. My name is Leland. And I'm Zuby. We're really glad you're here. Thanks for joining us for the podcast uh, or the YouTube video and or both. And uh, we're really glad with all the choices that are out there that you joined us today. Matter of fact, I'm inviting you to go to our Facebook page, uh, the group, the community that we have. Join it. uh, Talk to us. Engage with us. There's a bunch of other people already there who are giving tips and getting uh, tips and I find that to be one of the more exciting aspects of what we're doing is that there's a community of little FBA profits that are interacting with each other and with us. Absolutely. The social, the social aspect of any business, but especially this business really does make things keep going and, and make things a little bit more fun. Um, you know, our, our Facebook group, there's uh, we have some members who like to post some really cool pictures of vacationing and you know uh it's it's fun it's it's a fun way to sort of bond with people who are in the same boat as us sellers who are new sellers who have been doing it for a while um and just sort of talk and have some fun you know learn some new things and keep abreast of all the new going goings on in the fba world but also uh have some fun with it so yeah absolutely And it's interesting to me, if you told me like in any other industry, they're like, hey, there's this community you can join and it's available weekly, it's available daily. Um, It's interesting to me how the FBA world is so wide and there's so many products and so many opportunities, so many categories, so much sales going on that you can do this and it's not, you know, you're not um, losing out because you're sharing something on uh, within that community. Yes, yes. There's, I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of um, small businesses that are selling on Amazon, you know, sharing with a group of 50 or a hundred different people, uh, some information, you're not, you're not creating additional competition for yourself. You're not giving, you know, money away. You're helping people who are then it's, it's going to come tenfold back to you. Um, you know, being, having that positive energy of, of helping people is, is going to come back. When I started in this business, um, reading these Facebook groups, posts and going back and, and researching and seeing what other people have said, because everybody's going to run into and, and the same issues for the most part when you first start out mm-hmm. as an Amazon FBA seller. So when you find a group that has information and that they have members that are willing to share that information, it makes things so much easier and things will, you know, your learning curve, uh, the, 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 it, it's no longer as steep as it would be if you have to go and, you know, pay for courses and whatnot. So it's, it's imperative. The, the social aspect of learning with this business um, is, is extremely important. And, and we're lucky that we have a very good group of people uh, in our community, but the FBA community in general, there's a lot of really good, uh, you know, Facebook groups and, and Reddit groups and all, all other social media platforms have them. So. No, no, no. There's just us. No, just what? Yeah. Just okay. us. Nobody else out there. <laughs> It's so wide. It's just us. No, but so I digressed early, but today we do actually have a topic. It's how to gauge your FBA success. Hey, maybe even one of the ways you can gauge that is when you're in one of these communities is giving back to it. That might be one of the check marks to, uh, to your success. It was for me. It it was being able to help people, um, 
really was the beginning of what this has become now. You know, it was, you know, I had friends who wanted to do this and they knew I was doing it and they started asking questions. And the more I talked to them and the more I sort of helped them get started in the business, the more I realized this really makes me feel good. This is, this is a, it's, it's not just about them. It's about me too. Helping them makes me feel a lot more confident in my knowledge of this business, which then helps with me making the right decisions and taking the right risks to grow this business. Um, it's, you know, if you're, if you're locked up in a little bubble um, and you're just by yourself and you're not, you know, you're running your business, you really don't know what you don't know or you don't know how, how much you know compared to everybody else. Once you start helping people and once you start being helped by people and you have that engagement, that's when you really get a better understanding and, and it, it helps. It really helps on both sides. Um, so, yeah. Well, it's, it's that old adage. If you can teach a seven-year-old, if you can, if you can explain something so concisely and so clearly to that a seven-year-old would understand it, then you really know what that topic is. You really understand it. And I'm not suggesting that we, you know, start getting seven-year-olds to do FBA, but there is a, there is a benefit to being able to help other people when you know something. And even when you don't, if you think, you know, uh, sometimes you got to get other resources anyway. um, So how to gauge the FBA, your success in it. So what, I guess a really good way, haha, is to start comparing yourself to some of the big boys like Pharma Packs, with <laughs> uh, Anchor Direct, Six PM. I know you could know these guys, the EP Family Direct. Uh, which Pharma Packs has over a million feedback points and ninety-two percent positivity. So clearly, if you can get to that level, you're, you're successful, right, Zuby? Absolutely. There, there, there's no doubt about that. Um, no, uh, <laughs> that definitely does not always um, mean that you're successful. It, 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 you are successful if you get to that level because you have lasted that long. Uh, but that doesn't mean that uh, you are uh, that that should be your goal, because mm-hmm. we really don't know what's going on. And w- w- one of the things as a as a FBA seller, as an Amazon seller, you are going to become part of different Facebook groups like we just talked about or different, uh, you know, watch YouTube videos. You're going you're gonna to be out there in, on, in the internet and you'll see people touting their sales. You'll see images of, hey, this is what my sales for the month was and or, you know, from their phone or from the, the their Seller Central account. They're going to show, you know, hey, I did six figures, I did seven figures. It, it's It's amazing. Absolutely. And then, you start seeing that and you, it's easy to fall into the trap of comparing yourself to those numbers, hmm. but it's, that's not the way to gauge your success um, in, in, in this business. And, and that, that's not to say that they shouldn't be doing that. A lot of those people are put, putting th- those numbers up there to motivate other sellers. And, and there, there, there's positive reasons why they would put their screenshots of their sales for the month or the year or whatever it might be. Um, and, and it does help a lot of people get motivated when they see that other people are making it in this business. But it all matters on where you are and how you're seeing and what, what you're getting out of that screenshot and those numbers that you're comparing yourself to. Because the one thing that you will never know unless you know that person personally is if he, if he made $100,000 in sales this month or if she made a million dollars in sales this year, you have no idea if they're profitable or not. 
you have no idea if that's a good business or not. You have no idea if that business is going to last for another year or not, because $100,000 in sales in a month is great unless you're negative ROI. If you're losing money on it, then it's not great. You know, you're, you're, you, you want to, the, the profit margins matter a lot. And we've had this, um, this topic discussed um, quite extensively in other podcasts in the past, but um, we don't know what their numbers really represent. You know, they could be leveraging their, their sales, uh, their inventory with high co- capital cost uh, loans. Um, so if, if that's the case, they might not be making any money or they might not be profitable at all. Um, it is, um, so what, what, what we have to do is look at those numbers, those sales numbers as a point of motivation. Hey, look, this is possible. It's possible to get to $100,000 in sales. It's possible to get to seven figure in sales. It's possible to grow this business to a, to a very large number, but we cannot compare ourselves to them, right? Because where we are, Let's say you're listening to this podcast right now and you've launched your business four months ago and you're still in your first year. Well, this is your year one and you're seeing somebody's sales and they've been in the business for five years. That's not apples to apples. You know, you, you can't compare your current sales to somebody who's been around for five years. They've gone through the headaches of year one. They've gone through the headaches of year two and so on. So it's very important not to, especially in this time of the year in Q4, you're going to start seeing these screenshots all over the place. Hmm. Uh, people are going to, hey, you know, this was the best Q4 ever uh, with COVID and, and, and all of that stuff. My sales were through the roof. That's amazing. Absolutely. But they could, be, you know, they, they were like some of the guys you've mentioned, they've been in this business for 18 years, 15 years. You know, you can't compare yourself to that. Um, if you're going to compare yourself to anyone, it should be to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by that, and, and Leland, you can, you can uh, expand on it um, mm-hmm. if you'd like, but mm-hmm. you, wanna, you wanna compare yourself to your goals. What were my goals at the beginning of the quarter? What were my goals at the beginning of the month or at the beginning of the year? Did I achieve those? Did I beat those? How did I do? Compare yourself to how you did the previous period, whatever that you know, period is, whether it's last quarter, last year, um, last month, you want to compare yourself to your to your own expectations, not to what you think the somebody else's expectations are or what they have been they have achieved. Um, and and that's it's it's a very important um, psychological thing to always keep in mind because uh, it's very easy to fall prey to uh, negativity mm-hmm. uh, when you see somebody else's sales and like, wait, I only did 10,000 in sales and this guy did 150,000 in sales in December. What's wrong with me? No, 10,000 in sales for you, you could, you could be making more profit than he did at $150,000 in sales. There's no way for, for you to know what his profit margins are. You have your goals, you have your standards that you want to do your business by. That's what you need to compare yourself with. I would agree. It's almost like in sports with golf, you're, if you're just starting out in golf, even with lessons, you're, you're not going to make a cut at any of the PGA tournaments. It's just not going to happen. Uh, those are people who have spent a great deal of time in that practice in doing and in, in different situations for them to be able to perform at that level. So for me to think I'm going to start swinging the clubs and even in a year from now, 
So I, it, it, you alluded to it. It's right. It's setting clear goals and then measuring to them. So if I'm in year zero, some of the goals may be so simple, like making sure I'm ungated in certain categories so that I can get to that product that I really know is going to do something for me or find better products by finding more resources. So sometimes the goals aren't going to even have to, the measure of success is going to be creating this vehicle or getting the skills on the driving range to then be able to perform. And all of these things take time. You might be measuring the timeline as, Hey, this isn't fast enough. This guy, you know, maybe you started with somebody else, a buddy or a family member and they're out ahead. It just means that what, who knows? It could be that they had something ready or they had more experience. My point is it's not a competition. If you want to compete, have it be with yourself set higher goals and then f- make sure they're rooted in something that's realistic. And I know this is getting into the podcast where we've talked about setting goals and that's not what this is supposed to be. It's really about where do you want success to be measured? So is that going to be on a, I hit my ROIs. I set it for 30 and for the year I'm at 35. Hey, I'm a, I did it. That's it. That's one of the goals. Boom. Now, what do you, what are you going to do with that? Is it a whole number? Cause I know people who are jumping into this now and they're really looking at this as either a side hustle or a primary hustle. So there's a number they have to achieve and they're not going to be happy until they hit it. Okay. If that's what you're setting up, be realistic about the timeline, be realistic about getting to it in a way where you can be successful. I see many times people do that. I'm going to go play with Tiger Woods. And then when they don't get it, they give up or it's too hard or I don't want to do it anymore. So be reasonable with the expectations, like be gentle with yourself with them, but also push yourself. And more importantly, think about what the goals are supposed to be. If you're setting this up purely for a net profit whole number, you're in business, go get them. But I'm thinking of a student that you have, Zuby, that he's, if you join, we talked about the community, right? We talked about the Go look at the Facebook community. There's a cat in there who he's delighting in these little moments or maybe they're big moments. I don't know. The way he puts them out there, they just seem very, very nice. So he's putting out there that he's having these successes on vacation and making money. To him, that's a success to have passive income, to have something that's earning him money while he's doing something he loves. That could be your measure of success. If this is a side hustle for you, minimal amount of effort, maximum amount of return. These are all different ways to measure that checkbox of success, but you need to decide it. You can't let somebody else do that for you. Yeah. And, and I think that there's, there's no wrong way to set goals. There's no mm-hmm. wrong goals to set as long as you have them um, based on something. Um, you know, Grant Cordon out there, it's, it's, his 10x rule is, is is becoming extremely popular and mm-hmm. his thing is always go 10 times more than what you think you can do it's okay that i mean that works because if you set a 10 times goal than what you think you can do and you only achieve two times two you know 2x that's still more than what you would have achieved if you had just set a 1x goal so there is no wrong way to set a goal there is no wrong goal to set as long as you know what you're you know what what it is you're after if you're looking for a set dollar amount and you don't care about the percentages and you just want to have that profit, you're selling it at 5% ROI, 10% ROI, but you want to hit that number, great. Once you hit that number, that's all that, that then you've achieved that goal. 
but you compare it to your numbers, mm -hmm. not to somebody else's numbers. You don't compare it to my numbers. I've been in this business a lot longer than, than you if you're a brand mm -hmm. new seller. So it's, it's you know, the, the, the whole point of this podcast or of this topic is to make sure that when you see something out there of somebody else's, look at it from, understand that you're looking at it from a positive motivational perspective. Don't look at it as something that, why am I not getting those numbers? Why, you know, don't compare yourself to them because, and, and the, the, the flip side of this is true as well. It's not just, hey, his numbers were so great, mine are so low. It could be that, you, you know, if I look at somebody who's a brand new, like uh, your son's account, right, Leland? He's brand new. He's just gotten sales. Let's say in five months, I look at his screenshot and he's only made X amount and I'm like, you know, 100X to him. It, I, I could start feeling you know, pumping up my chest, like, oh, look at me, I'm so amazing. But, you know, he's just started. By the time he reaches my level, the number of years I've put into this, he could be quadruple what I am at this point. So right. it, it's, it's, it's true on both, both ends. You don't want to, you don't want to look at other people's information and then just, you know, flat out just based on one data point, say this, I'm going to compare myself to and I'm going to feel great about it, or I'm going to feel really shitty about it. It's just that that's not how success comes about success comes about is when, when when you look at yourself and you say all right am i am i achieving the things i want to achieve whatever those are um so yeah it's uh it's this is one of those things where you know i, I think a lot of our podcasts will uh, always hit on the goals because we both are very big on, <laughs> goal, on goal setting absolutely um but you but have yeah. to be look, look I, i'm gonna i'm gonna take you off the hook on this one I think there's some businesses where maybe you can get away, especially if they're successful, from understanding how to take a large process, make it into smaller pieces, and 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 start achieving each one. I, I I'm I'd probably struggle to think of, of any. I'm sure there's some out there, but fulfillment by Amazon is absolutely a process. Fulfillment by Amazon is definitely, there's little toll gates along the way that you you must hit and you must go through. Somebody's going to go through it in 30 days. Somebody else is going to go through it in 60. Time is not a factor. You don't get an extra gold star for getting there quicker. It's all about what you can do. And we've had other podcasts on this too, where somebody's stepping in with a lot of resources and access to a lot of um, things like a warehouse or additional people. If you're from a family where everybody's throwing in hands to, pre to prep and pack, that's a leg up on somebody else who's doing it all by themselves, say from, you know, their garage or their room or a, a bedroom, whatever. Um, again, the compare, I'm boiling this down to anytime you start comparing with other people, you're going to come up short. There's somebody faster. There's somebody better looking. I know it's hard to believe for you. You think there's a people better looking, but there's certain aspects of setting up this so that you can measure where you're at. And I think time is important too. I don't know if, I think you've alluded to it. If you are in year zero or year one, your first year or your second year, understand that there's ups and downs to the process, um, learning how to juggle inventory. When you and I used to talk about this many years ago, that was the lesson that you were going through at that time, which was, I need to make sure my pipeline is always full. There's always got to be something happening, not these ups and well, that does that come to the person in their first year? Maybe. Right. So there's a time aspect of going through the seasons and going through 
the quarters and the ups and downs and running out of things and getting locked out. Um, that's part of the success too, is the experience. So, uh, I, yeah, gold, it's about the goals is about checking them off, but it's also chewing through whatever those things are and knowing just again, knowing where you, <laughs> where are you in space and time? Did you do the same thing last year? Are you a little bit better? Are you a little bit faster? That type of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think you hit you. We, we hit the point on this um, because it's it's with Q4 coming to an end. It's important for us to really understand uh, where we stand, and the only way to do that is to look at our own number and our data, um, and to have those specific goals. You know, it's not just money goals. It, 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 you have to have goals about you know wholesale accounts, ungating categories. Um, there, there's a lot of different. Um, you know, small goals or specific goals you can have for your FBA business. Um, and, and the only way that you would know if you've succeeded in those is by comparing it to yourself. You know, you can't mm -hmm. compare. I have, you know, one wholesale account and that guy has 500 wholesale accounts. Well, it doesn't jive. Um, yeah. Is that so your first one or is that, you know, Hey, I'd be the first as a consultant to come in. If you had one wholesale account and you've been doing this for eight years, I would definitely tell you that's a fail. Mm -hmm. You know, you've neglected one aspect of it. And that's some of the truth telling, and, you know, FBA, you're, you're your own person, you're your own boss, you're, you're everything if you choose to set it up that way. So you do have to be, I and mean, we've been talking about the positivity of hitting these goals and all that. There's also a negative aspect. I mean, we could, you could have a blind spot or something may have gone wrong. This is a difficult year based on the pandemic and other things. Maybe some things didn't happen this year that you thought were going to. And now it's the positivity you're talking about is you take that measure of, okay, I did not, I am not successful in, I didn't get 10 wholesale accounts. I didn't do this, you know, uh, I didn't hit my ROI. I mean, that could happen. Now it's time to take the step back. And there's other podcasts that you can tap into, which is analyzing your business uh, from us. Other podcasts don't go anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> uh, it'll be time to step back and try to figure out what it is that you need to do to overcome that, right? The analysis and again, new goals. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, this is something that I have been thinking about, but I haven't mentioned to you yet, but I figured why not, you know, since uh, the issue has come up, I have been thinking about creating a, a group, whether, whether it's within our Proasens group or, or maybe sort of an offshoot of it of like-minded people who are uh, we're, we're going to hold each other accountable for our goals for the year. So it's the end of the year. Um, I think it's the perfect time. Um, and I don't want this to just be for Proasens. I don't want this to just be a business thing. So I'm, I, I'm thinking about opening it up to, you know, my friends, family, anybody that wants to sort of get together. There is, it's not a, it's not something that is, you know, I'm trying to monetize. It's just something that I think there's a lot of people that set New Year's goals. They set their, you know, wish list. And then come February and March, they just completely sort of fall behind on them and forget about them. And a lot of that has to do with not having an accountability partner or not, mm -hmm. not being held accountable for it, you know, in some way. Uh, so I've been thinking about, Hey, why not use our platforms, the social media platforms as a way to create uh, a group of anybody who wants to do it, where they would just post their goals. Um, you know, we can have um, somebody here create some kind of a spreadsheet where we, we, 
track everybody's goals and maybe once a week or once a month, we have some kind of a Zoom meeting or, or something to get everybody together um, and make sure that we see where the progress is. Um, I don't anticipate us having thousands of people in this group right now, but <laughs> maybe eventually it will happen. Uh, so if you're listening to this, I don't know what your thoughts on that, Lilan, is, but if you're listening to this on our podcast and you are interested in it, shoot us an email, please. Um, because I, I definitely am going to do this with at least a very, my, my close group of friends. I'm going to put this out there. Um, but if it's something that, you know, we see a lot of our audiences interested in, um, I think we can make this sort of a um, sort of a value service that we provide for anybody that wants to join us. Yeah, absolutely. The, you know, I, it's one of the benefits of having a pretty good alumni group where there's regular meetings based on the region and you can talk to people. And if you do it enough times, they begin to understand your story and where you are. So when you show up, you know, they remember and they ask you, Hey, how's it going with, did you accomplish? So of course I'm all for that. And, uh, you know, uh, info at proasins.com is a good way to, uh, check in with us to say, Hey, I want to join in doing this. It's accountability buddies can be a good way to uh, keep on track. I'm with you. So absolutely. Yeah. Let's open it up and let's see what people begin to, uh, to do with it. Yeah. And, and if you, if you're, you know, voicing your goals socially, you're putting it out there. Uh, research has shown that you're yeah, so much more likely to, to work towards getting it done than if you just do it yourself and, you know, the, the first step is writing it down because if you're just thinking about goals and you don't write it down, it's never going to happen, right? But once you I can't share wing it, is what you're saying in the first <laughs> meeting, I can't just show up and start winging it? All right, I'll have to write it down. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, uh, you know, it just it's, it's something that I've been thinking about for maybe about a week or so. And, and now, I don't know, for some reason, I thought this would be a good time to bring it up. Well, you hear, I heard it first here. And if you're listening, you're hearing it first here too. So we're... If you're listening, you and I are in on this at the very same moment, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm down. So we'll, we'll try that out. Awesome. So I don't think there's a need to recap. We beat that horse of how to measure the FBA success. It's not a competition. Find your own goals, measure towards them and uh, keep yourself accountable or join Zuby's new group that he's just starting. And you can reach out to us um, again, the Facebook page, which there'll be a link in the uh, description for the podcast. Uh, and then really quickly info at proasins.com is a great way to reach out to us and, and be able to get a hold of us on this and anything else that any questions, uh, suggestions for topics, that kind of good stuff, reach out to us and be happy to talk or communicate back with you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to FB of Profits. Visit us at our website www.fbaprofits.us for more details like our Facebook group and Twitter for timely news and events.